0: Good morning! It is Friday, January 15th, and this is The Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in Scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. Well, my friends, it is Friday, and on Fridays we shift gears just a tiny bit to start preparing our hearts for Sunday. Being in the Word each and every day is a great spiritual discipline to form, But so is taking the Lord's day to be the Lord's day. By the time Sunday comes, often it is just another day of our busy week and we haven't even thought about the word being preached or fellowshipping with our brothers and sisters or taking of the Lord's Supper. So let's use today to start putting away the distractions and begin putting our attention and our affections on the Lord. Let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray and then we will dive right into it. This is Mark chapter 1, verses 29 through 34. And immediately he left the synagogue and entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Now Simon's mother-in-law lay ill with a fever, and immediately they told him about her. And he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up, and the fever left her, and she began to serve them. That evening at sundown they brought to him all who were sick or oppressed by demons. And the whole city was gathered together at the door. And he healed many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons. And he would not permit the demons to speak, because they knew him. Let's pray together. Good morning, Father. Thank you for today. It's another day to look at your word and think about the glories that we see in it. Won't you reveal it to us, Father? Show us in your word what will give us life today. We are desperate for it. We burn just to know you more. So please, come. Amen. Well, in our text today, we get to see what the rest of Jesus' day looks like. The last two episodes that we've been going through were about Jesus' morning. He woke up and he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath to teach. And today, in our passage, we see what he does with the rest of the day. He leaves the synagogue, and together with Simon and Andrew, they go to Simon's house and his mother-in-law is sick. He leaves the synagogue, and together with his four disciples at this point, Simon, Andrew, James, and John, they go to Simon's house. And Simon's mother-in-law is sick with a bad fever, and Jesus takes her by the hand and helps her up, and the fever leaves her. And she gets right to work serving the household. Then as the sun starts to go down, well, word has spread really fast. In the morning, he was in the synagogue, and people were literally saying, Who is this? Who is this? And by sundown, the whole city had gathered together at the door of the house to be healed and to see him cast out demons. And Jesus didn't leave anyone hanging. Verse 34 says he healed many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons. And then we see that mysterious phrase again. He would not permit the demons to speak because they knew him. So as we go today, We notice a few things from this passage. First, notice how our passage today and the passage we looked at over the last few days fit into Mark's larger argument. We observed that Mark has a different approach to telling his story than the rest of the gospel writers do. He is hyper-focused on Jesus' ministry. His book starts right away with the ministry, not the genealogy like Matthew, not the birth story like Luke, and not the beginning of creation like John. He starts with Jesus' ministry. And our passage today is the first day, the first full day of Jesus' ministry. And by the end of it, he is surrounded by crowds. The second thing that we notice in our passage is that twice now, Jesus has commanded the demons not to speak because they know him. And the implication is that he didn't want anyone else to know him. And this mystery is going to keep bothering us for a while. It's day one of the ministry. The crowds have already gathered. In fact, the passage says the whole city gathered to see him. But Jesus doesn't want them to know who he is yet. Why? Keep thinking about it, brothers and sisters. The Lord makes no mistakes. There is a reason. So won't we search the scriptures to see what that might be? Let me close us in prayer. God, as we go today, we come off another week in your word in the book of Mark learning about your ministry when you came from heaven to take on flesh you came for a purpose and Mark is trying to tell us what that purpose is and he jumps right in talking about what you did on the first day of your ministry you proclaimed the gospel you proclaimed repentance you cast out demons you healed. You worked all day from sun up until sundown. You were ministering. Oh God, help us to see that when we get tired at our jobs, help us to see that our God came to earth and worked from sun up to sundown. Lord, that fills me with energy to know that my God has works harder than I do. Who am I to complain? But God, as we go into our weekend now, and we start to think about preparing ourselves for the Lord's day, God, help us to see what distractions lie within our heart, waiting to spring up to distract us from what takes place during the Lord's day. God, it's a day when we gather together with other brothers and sisters to hear the word preached, to partake in the Lord's supper, to worship and feast at your table, God, let that be a holy day set aside only for you. So now as it's just Friday, God, show us what will get in the way so that when Sunday comes, we are ready to dine at your table. We pray all these things in your Son's name. Now may the God of peace who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do his will working in us that which is pleasing in His sight. Through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you on Monday.